the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amin. I uh, came back from uh, DC last night. In fact, it wasn't last night, it was this morning. I was supposed to arrive last night, but the flight got delayed two and a half hours. And this is typical to that specific airline. This is my second, my second uh, time with this specific airline. So I had so many issues with that flight. One thing, it being delayed two and a half hours. And then the second thing, them charging me $99 for a carry-on. That's uh, extreme $99 for just a carry-on. But then my, 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 bigger, my bigger issue was the seats. Because the seats, they are not cushioned, and they do not recline, and they do not have a headrest. So, it was a very painful six hours. And then I arrived here at 1.58 a.m. But the good thing is that two minutes later, I traveled back in time and it became 1 a.m. So thank God, يعني. so God wanted to, يعني, said, uh, we'll travel back one, one hour in time, so that was okay. But I tell you that my biggest issue was the seat and the fact that it doesn't have a headrest because unlike most people that sleep on one pillow, I always like to sleep with three pillows. I know this sounds very weird, but this is the truth. يعني, if you go check my our bed, you'll find there's one pillow for Irini and then three pillows for, uh, for me. يعني. And it's not because of the size, but it's because, because of two things, few things. Number one, I like to rest my head on a pillow. And number two, I like to lift my feet on a pillow. And then number three, I love to hug a pillow. Okay, so this is the thing. So today I want to speak to you about three spiritual pillows that you need to rest on or you need to sleep on. Because oftentimes we all go through, يعني, the world is going through a lot of يعني, craziness. And because of the craziness that is happening in the world, we go at home at night and we try to sleep and we are not able to fall asleep, okay? So look at three pillows, that if you grab those three pillows every night before you go to sleep, I assure you that you will be able to rest sound asleep. You have to be asleep with deep sleep, and very happy, okay? So I'm talking about three pillows. With three pillows, all of them were very clear in today's miracle that we just read in the Gospel. In the Gospel, we read about the miracle of the Lord Jesus Christ raising the son of the widow of Nain. Okay. You all know the story, we just read it, but we'll speak about the three pillows. Okay. And as we talk about the three pillows, we'll see where the three pillows are popping up in this, in this, uh, in this miracle. Our pillow that you need, first pillow that you need to rest your head on, you need to rest your head on a pillow that is called God knows. It's called a God knows. God knows. God knows everything. Because a lot of times we are going through sufferings in our life. 
And the devil comes and puts in our head or whatever comes in our head, and I'm going through a lot. God forgot me. God does not care about me. God does, nobody knows what I am going through. And we, a lot of times we feel that nobody knows. So I want you to always remind yourself that in the midst of you thinking that nobody knows, that I want you to always remind yourself that God, eh, God knows. God knows. God knows that in Nayin, in the city of Nayin, there is a woman. And that that woman, she just lost her son. And that that woman is a widow. That she has nobody else to take care of. God also knows the day that kid or that, that son is dying. And he also knows the exact hour or the exact time that he is being uh, taken out of the city to be buried. The tradition was that they don't bury the dead inside the city at that time. Because at the time, according to the Jewish tradition, a dead person is a symbol of something that is unclean or, or not pure. So because they don't want to defile the cities, so they would take any person who is dead and they would bury him outside, outside of the city. Everybody would be walking behind the coffin, okay? Not in front. Everybody would be walking behind it. And everybody would be keeping a distance between them and the coffin because nobody wanted to come close or touch the coffin because anybody who would touch a coffin of somebody who is dead would be unclean. And if the person becomes unclean, oh, he has to go through a long process of purification. I believe at that time it was seven days, and they have to go through certain washes, and uh, nobody would uh, would touch them. Okay, so it was, and it would, which oftentimes required them that they can they can go to their work, they can just manage their regular daily affairs and businesses. So it was a big thing, right? So imagine the woman is walking behind her son, and then there is only certain people, and usually these would be the closely related people to, to them, or the neighbors, they are carrying the coffins. But the Lord Jesus Christ, he shows up in that moment because he knows, he knows everything. He knows exactly what this woman needs. He knows everything about us. He knows what we need. He knows what we are going through. And he knows what we are doing. يعني, if you paid attention today, the Synexarium was the story of St. Macarius, the bishop. And it says that St. Macarius, the bishop, every time he went up on the pulpit to give a sermon to the people, he would start weeping. And one time they told him, why are you weeping? Because we said, when you look at the people, then their sins or whatever they're doing or their weaknesses is revealed to me, becomes revealed to me. This is a scary thought. This is a, a scary thought. And يعني, to kind of like give you a little bit of an example, I, I remember I encountered something like this with few personalities firsthand. And there was a priest that was visiting here from Egypt at his old age. He actually passed away last year. His name was Abuna Akhnukh. Any, any of you heard of Abuna Akhnukh? Abuna Akhnukh from Shobra? Abuna Akhnukh, the first time I met him, there was a family issue that I was dealing with at that time. 
And then it was my first time ever seeing this abuna. I greeted him. I sat with him. I offered him a can of Coca-Cola. And then abuna sat down and he looked at me and he says, abuna, the problem that you are dealing with, this is what you need to do. And he said, one, two, three. This was my first time ever seeing the man. But he looked at me. He knew exactly what I was thinking. He knew exactly what is the problem that I was dealing with. And he cannot see only the people's names, or the, the names. I just, I pulled myself up because I'm like, wow, this man knows. This man knows. You guys all remember, or some of you remember, Abuna Antonius Yunan from our church. One time, Amba uh, Ibrahim, the general bishop here, when Abuna Antonius was very sick, so I took Amba Ibrahim and we went to visit Abuna Antonius. And at that time, Amba Ibrahim was not Amba Ibrahim. At that time, his name was Abuna Ishaq, صح? So me and Abuna Ishaq, we walked to Abuna Antonius to greet him. فبسلم على Abuna, بقوله Abuna, I'm saying, hi Abuna, this is Abuna Ishaq. So he looked at him and he said, Amba Ibrahim. So I'm like, no Abuna, this is Abuna Ishaq. So he shook his hand, it's like Amba Ibrahim. And then years, you know, passed later and he becomes Amba Ibrahim. So... We just know few things like this, and I'm sure you've all heard of people like this, who had this kind of spiritual gift that God has given them, that were able to see a little bit into the future of whatever, whatever God reveals to them. يعني, I'm not saying that whether Abuna Akhnukh or whether Abuna Antonius, they had the, the foreknowledge that God, that God has, but it's whatever, or, or Saint uh, Macarius, the bishop that we read the story, it's whatever God allows to reveal to them, okay? But how about, about God himself? How about God himself? Does he know what's going to happen tomorrow? Yes. Does he know, does he know what's going to happen in a hundred years or, or in a million years? God knows everything because this whole world, the whole time, is laying flat into him, in front of him. He looks into the past, he looks into the present, and he looks into the future. So oftentimes, especially with what's going on these days, with the inflation, the prices, with the, nowadays the recession is getting يعني, worse and worse, and some, some jobs are getting shaky, and people are... Uh, beginning to talk about uh, rounds of layoffs or, or businesses slowing down and all of this, a lot of times when we are going through these things, we cannot help it but worry about tomorrow, okay? And first pillow that you need to rest your head on is God knows. God knows what's going to happen tomorrow. And, and because He knows this, and because He is, I am, I am His Son, so I'm not going to worry, okay? Why am I not going to worry? I'm not going to worry because of the second pillow, okay? The second pillow is the one that I hug. Remember, I rest my head in a pillow, and then I hug a pillow, okay? The second pillow that I hug, it's God cares. Actually, there's knows, but he doesn't care, okay? <laughs> sometimes you go to the airline, I go to them, and I tell them, yeah, gama'a, listen, I have allergy tomorrow morning. Okay. 
That's it. Okay, so now they know, right? But do they care? <laughs> they don't care. I remember one time this situation happened to me. I was flying back from Egypt, and then my flight got delayed. And I went to the counter. Okay, it was British airline. I went to the counter. And I told the guy, listen, I need to get into a flight now because I have allergy tomorrow morning. So he looks at me and he says, he was Christian, he looks at me and says, Abuna, all things work out for the good, for those who love God. I'm like, okay, Habibi, I know that all things work out for the good, for those who love God, but I have allergy tomorrow morning. Can you find me a seat? He says, Abuna, there is seats available in this flight, but the problem is when you get to London, how are you going to go to LA? So it's okay, Abuna, all things work out for those who love God. And then I try to work it this way, I try to work it. All things work out for those who love God. I told him, do you know any other verses in the Bible? And then, and then, <laughs> and then finally I convinced him, just get me to London and don't worry about me, I'm going to swim, okay? <laughs> and then, so, so, so thankfully I got to, to London and there at Heathrow Airport, they took care of me and I came and I made it to the region. So sometimes you go and you talk to people, about your worry, about your concern. And they say to you in a very kind way, we understand, but that's it, okay? They understand, but they don't have compassion, okay? They don't uh, sympathize or empathize with you. They don't, they just know and they leave it at this, okay? Now, the thing that you need to hug every night and warm your heart with, okay, warm your heart with as you're going to sleep, is that you constantly need to remind yourself that God knows and God cares. God knows and that God cares. So when you're broken hearted, He's not just going to leave you to be broken hearted. No, He's going to care and He's going to be there right next to me. He's going to pat you on your back. He's going to hug you. He's going to lift you up. And this is exactly what happened. He goes and he knows exactly the hour that this kid is being buried, okay? Or being taken out to the cemeteries. And then he shows up and he sees the woman. And what does the Bible says? That he had compassion on her. He had compassion on her. Because not only that he knows, but he only cares. He cares even... Without you needing to verbalize what you feel. Because he said to Moses that I have heard the moaning or the groaning of my people. I find the groaning there just does that, okay? So even that, you haven't said anything, okay? But you just showed like a motion or a gesture that shows that you are in pain, right? That you're suffering. Even that God sees that. And God, God cares, okay? So, so in the midst of everything that we're going through right now, hug a pillow every night, okay? Not a real pillow, but a spiritual pillow, or a real one if you choose to, okay? And remind yourself that this is God caring for what I am, for what I am uh, going through. God is not like, I'm not going to get political, but I'm going to يعني, say حاجة كده. But God is not like most leaders of this world. Okay? 
The sad thing is that most leaders of this world, they often know what the people is going through. But do they care? They don't. Why? They are sitting in their homes and they are comfortable. Yesterday I was shocked to see the amount of homelessness in the capital. Literally one block away from the White House. Okay? So people are suffering. The question is, do the leaders know? Of course they do. Well, the next question is, do the leaders care? And I'm not pointing finger at anyone specific, but I'm just saying this. You guys remember the English Revolution? When the queen, they came to her and they told her, the people have no bread to eat. And she answered and she said, what? Let them eat cookies. <laughs> let, them eat, let, let them eat wafers or biscuits. Okay, seriously? They can't eat bread. They can't afford that, so they're going to afford is people that live in a completely different... And oftentimes, we have this situation, but God knows and God A, cares. The last thing, I don't take too much of your time. So we said my first pillow is called God knows. The second pillow is called God cares. The last one, and this is really important, is that God can. God knows, God cares, and God A, can. God can. He can do everything. There is nothing impossible with Him. By the way, I forgot to mention, when I say that God cares, He went and He touched the coffin, right? Now we all know that I just said that touching the coffin was a big A, no, no, okay? Why? Because you touch the coffin, you're going to get defiled. But did He care about this? But what did He care about? The suffering woman, right? That's why he touched the coffin. And then when he touched the coffin, what did he do? He says, young man, rise. And the young man, he immediately arose and he started, he sat up and he started speaking. And then he took him and he, he shoved him into his mother's, mother's bosom, right? Can you all imagine with me the joy that that mom had? Can you imagine me the joy that this mom had? So God can, whatever problem it is, that we are facing in our, in our life, that may seem to be too big, or that may seem to be impossible. Oftentimes we are put in solutions, that we just cannot find a way out. But even if all the doors are closed, right? God can still walk through the closed doors, right? Which all the disciples are gathered in the upper rooms, and, and all the doors are closed because of the fear of the Jews. And then what happened? Jesus, all of a sudden, he appears right in their midst. A ghost? No, not a ghost. A resurrected body. And he said, Come and feel me. And they felt him. And when they doubted, he said, You know what? Give me something to eat. <laughs> you just want like an extra proof, right? So they gave him honeydew, they gave him fish, and he sat and he ate with them honeydew and fish because it's like, no, I can, I can. Even when it seems impossible, God can. And this is why he came to that woman. In that moment, he touched the coffin, something that everybody else wouldn't want to do, but he did. And just with the power of his word, he said, young man, arise, and the man... The young man, he sat up and he began, he began to speak. When you have problems happening in your life, remember that God can. And to be honest with you, I am sure that each one of you, when you go through your past, 
you will find so many vivid memories of God working miracles in your life, of Him bringing you out of situations that you never thought there is an escape and that there's an escape route to it, right? And, and, and but oftentimes we forget, right? So the Israelites, they came out of Egypt, and when they came out of the, if Egypt, and then they made this Ark of the Covenant, right? And then they put in the Ark of the Covenant inside it few things that reminds them of how God came. They put a few stones from the bottom of the Jordan River. They put in it the tablets, of the commandment, they put in it the manna that God fed them from out of nowhere, and they put in it the rod of Aaron, which is sprouted by itself. So they put all these things. Why? So at every time I am, I am afraid, I look at the Ark of the Covenant, and then I remind myself that God can. He can do that which was thought to be impossible. So, lastly, I urge you all in the midst of this turmoil that we're going through in this world, and as many of us oftentimes are having a hard time to fall asleep, that try to use three pillows every night, okay? Rest your head on a pillow that is called God knows, and then hug a pillow that is called God cares, and then lift your feet up on a pillow that is called God, a God can. Glory be to God forever. Amen.